Hey family, what's up? So today we are doing a review of what we've been speaking on so far. That's right. Um, which is a new name, a new name, a new name that has been our series since October, right? Yes, February, October, yeah. Literally, yeah. So I titled today the face off. Let's give it a little bit of a, you know. No, face off, you know. <laughs> yes, yes, Literally, yes. so um, I'm, I'm looking forward for us to be... We're going to go over, like, literally all of the um, messages, key pointers, finders, things that I want you guys to, to really take home and really, like, you know, apply mm. to your life, literally. So I want to encourage you guys, like, if you're part of the family in the Slack group, the wonderful Aiko has been writing some banging notes. Guys, look... Please don't tell me, don't give me some material. My friend, go and reread the notes. Mm-hmm. Watch the, the, the notes. Literally, it's really like fleshed it out. I like you guys to really rehearse it in writing. So, I want to encourage you guys to do that to review what you've learned. But today, we're literally going to go through, mm-hmm. we're literally going to like, you know, bring out the key pointers, really emphasize what it means to have a new name, how mm-hmm. to walk in a new name, you know, what happens when you have a new name. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's really just trying to bring it home. You know, it's nice having a new one every week, but I think these sessions right now when mm. it's time to review are the most powerful thing because this is time for you to reflect how has this changed you mm. Mm. how this impacted you mm. did you start well with it and then now it's become a bit of oh, new name mm. you, you got you got to check all these things you know what i mean mm. well human beings but it's normal you know sometimes we're, you know, but as disciples disciplined followers we've got to check ourselves so this mm. is a checkpoint today mm. how is a new name affecting you what is a new name all about how can I continue to apply it? Am I living out this truth, this inheritance that's mm-hmm. been given to me? Mm. So um, I started it off for the first session we had. The Holy Ghost intervened for the lovely Susan. She just came for everybody's just like, you know, um, uh, everybody's a bit, you know, everyone's, I say, cool next. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, uh, and it was powerful because I, I listened to it again recently and I thought, you know what? Susan really, um, she really, like, God used her to really set the tone about, look, guys, I'm about to do something new. Mm. I need you guys to wake up. Mm. I need you guys to align yourselves. I need you guys to to lean in. It was was powerful. I don't know if you listen to it again. Mm. And I thought, you know what? It was a a lovely bedrock foundation for us to realize that, look, guys, I'm about to give you some food. I'm about to give you some manna. And I need your posture of your heart to receive this. Mm. 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 The first parable Jesus gave us was the parable um, of the of the of the seed and the sower, mm. and all he was saying was this: the seed is my word, and the ground is your heart. Yes. If what I say to you is to bear fruit in your life, it has to be in good ground. Mm, 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 mm. The new covenant is all about God giving us a new heart. Yes. So 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 essentially, God was like saying, "I'm tr- I'm giving you a new name as a foundation. Please understand that that which I've called you into salvation, mm. I want you to become." Mm-hmm. and this is where we're at mm-hmm. all of us are believers <laughs> alright have you become like him it's time to grow up mm. and I started the session um, the first one if a new thing requires a new name yeah. I spoke about the first function of Adam God brought the animals to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever he named it, that was his name. I spoke about the power and the authority of, of being identified and functioning. About how in the times of the Bible, and even up to now, if you want to apply it, names weren't labels. Mm. 
names were a way for us to know your identity and also your function. Mm-hmm. And we spoke about the, the, the peril of our times that we're people that focus on functions and don't have identity. Yeah. We like to put the apostle before the poor, not realize that first you're poor and apostle. Mm. That that which I am it precedes what I do. Mm. You know, the, the who before the what. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I spoke about every time something new is created, God has to give it a name for us to understand what it is and how it functions. You know, he created the stars, the sun, all these things. We, we know what the sun does because of what it's called. Mm. So a new thing requires a new name. Yeah. You are a new creation, therefore you have a new name. In Revelation, it talks about there's a name that God will give you that no one else will know apart from you mm. and him. Mm. And it's tattooed, actually. Mm. <laughs> I think it's on your forehead. I don't yeah. know. Where, yeah, somewhere like that. Somewhere, somewhere crazy like that. Revelation book is just crazy. But anyway, yeah. Sha, um, and I spoke about also um, that we see in Genesis when the men of God had encounters with God, God always marked it by revealing to them a new name. Mm. El Shaddai or Bethel. Mm. They all, they always marked their encounter with a new understanding of who God was. So they either built an altar and called it a name, or they or, or God revealed Himself um, 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 through a name. El, El Shaddai. I think the other one was Elohim, and I can't remember everyone. I can't remember the other ones. But we see that there's something key here that I want to mirror that happened in Genesis in the New Testament, mm. which is that Paul says that you need to offer yourself. As a living sacrifice. Mm. Then he says, then you'll be um, transformed by renewal of your mind. Mm. The process is still the same. Mm. These guys, by encounters, the mercies of God, saw God. Mm. And these guys built an altar which which signifies sacrifice. And through that sacrifice, they got a new understanding. They called it Penal or Bethel or whatever. They got a new understanding of who good. They experienced transformation. I want to challenge you guys that say you encounter God. What name, what new understanding, what fruit Mm. did you bear from that encounter? Mm. What did it cost you? Jacob left limping. Abraham had to offer up cows, cats, all this sort of stuff. So that was a new thing requires a new name. I'm going to say something, sweetheart. No, no, no. I was going to say that. Feel free, guys, to comment in the... Okay, um, yes. And let us know how you found um, each of these weeks because we want to engage with you. We want to know what you're feeling, how you're feeling. If you don't remember the sermon, that's okay, okay, because I had to refresh my memory as well. But yeah, your comments and your thoughts. Um, As I was saying, guys, you know, we see that the pattern in the Old Testament mirrors the New Testament. Old Testament is shadows, New Testament is revelation. You know, mm. God shows us the, the actual substance. Mm. I just want to encourage you guys, a new thing requires a new name. Yes. So the whole purpose of a new name is that you are a new creation. Mm. You have changed. Mm. And you get to walk in that understanding by understanding who you are. Mm. Mm. When God names you, he's giving you identity. Mm. He's calling you his beloved son. Mm. When God names you, he's, 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 he's letting you know how you ought to function. Mm. 
you can no longer live as the world lives. You know, you've got a new way of living. Yeah. You know what I mean, kind of thing. So that was essentially what the, the the first session was all about. A new thing requires a new name, and understanding the processes of that name and, and what that means for us now. You know, in twenty twenty, you know, a new name. Okay, how do I apply that now? That means I understand who I am and mm. whose I am. That mm. means I, I need to understand what the put Peter said. I haven't been redeemed with gold and silver. God didn't buy you with money. Mm. He bought you with his precious blood. Mm. It cost the life of his son. Mm. See, that, that doesn't just speak to me about, you know, it speaks to me more about my value to God that he, he would sacrifice his son for me. Mm. It puts, like, a, a premium on my life. Mm. I am not my own. I was bought with a price. <laughs> mm. You know what I mean? That the kingdom of God is it's a life for a life. You know what I mean? You know, you give up your old life for a new life. You know what I mean, guys? So that's what a new name encapsulates. It encapsulates your understanding of what happened to you when you got saved, mm. who, who happened to you, Jesus, and what that now means and how you ought to live. Mm. That's, that's what good. it means. So, yeah. I'll, I'll make this as ABC as possible because there's nothing deep here. This is deep, but it's, you know, it's not deep. <laughs> you know, literally, we, we, it's we're making it simple. That's the word. The simplicity of Christ. Yes. Come on. Yes. Like, see, it's as much as my wife, he helps me. Yeah, it's simple, not deep, but simple. Come on. Um, so, yeah, that was um, a new thing requires a new name. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's been any comments. I can't see any comments right oh, now. Oh, sorry. sorry. No, so, yeah. uh, they said that they really enjoyed it. My face said that... Um, um, so yeah, week okay. one I enjoy, but this whole series is claps hands. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Honestly. yeah, I've really enjoyed this this uh, this a new name series. It's been really good, and I love what you said establishing in the beginning that yeah. you know when names were given yeah. in the beginning, yeah. it was basically to identify an individual and their occupation basically yeah, yeah. or their family because you know even back then they were named according to their father as well yep. the son of, of and that usually had to do with the occupation as well that's why jesus was the son of joseph a carpenter because his father was yeah. that so yeah and even or the his area. natural father and even the area jesus from nazareth, nazareth yeah and if you take it back to the beginning now, let's look at maybe the first name change, which, which is Abraham to Abraham. Mm. Uh, Abraham is it's a good name. It means multitude of many. Mm. But then God changed his name to Abraham, which was the third time he visited him, by the way, son of mm. number three. And he said that, now you shall be called Abraham, mm. father of many. Mm. What did he do? He, 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 he gave Abraham a new name that, that unveiled his identity. Destiny and purpose. Mm. Because what what's Abraham called now by us? The father of faith. Mm. What are we called? Children of Abraham. God mm. was encapsulating his whole purpose, destiny in his yeah. name. Yeah. He went from many multitude to father of many and multitude. Abraham. Abraham. Mm. That's good. And even we take it much deeper now. Mm-hmm. That the ham onto the onto the onto Abraham is you know ham was cursed by Noah. Yeah. So what did God do? God now God now redeemed what was cursed. I mean into a blessing. My gosh, what a preach! That will preach, baby. I know. It's very, it's very, very of course, but let me stay online. I said I'm never devil to it. See, God's intentional. God ain't random. He's random, but he's not random. You know what I mean? He's he's just wonderful. Mm. He took what was a curse and reversed it. Can I declare unto you guys that you guys will reverse the curse in your family? Amen. That wow. that which guys were cursing before God will now call blessed. Amen. Abraham. 
My Jesus Hallelujah. is Lord. <laughs> I'll go on preaching this house today. Mm -hmm. Amen. Week number two. The gaze. Yes. The gaze. John chapter 1 verse 42. Um, then Andrew brought Simon to meet him. When Jesus gazed upon Andrew's brother, he what prophesied to him. Mm. You are Simon, <laughs> babes, and your father's name is John. But from now on, you will be called Cephas, which means Peter the Rock. <laughs> you are Simon, mm. you are Ayo, and your father's name is Muyawa. <laughs> mm. But from now on, I will call you, I don't know what my new name is, but yeah, I will call you something new. I'll call you David. Okay, sweetheart, David. <laughs> Guys, he addressed him and he addressed his forefathers. Mm. The blood. My God. <laughs> come on. <laughs> My gosh. You better, come on. <laughs> Release it. <laughs> he addressed him and his Once again, God is going to do something new in your lineage, through your seed, through your life. Wow. That will cut you off from your former life now yes. and that of your forefathers. Yes. Starting something new. It's starting something new, guys. A new thing. It's deep, guys. He Ooh. Jesus recognized the pattern. He looked at 40, he recognized culture. He knows that Simon is, is it was Simon Bar of Jonah. He recognized, look, I know who you are and whose you are. Mm. Now let me tell you who you are and whose you are. Mm. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. Yeah. Now deep even more, guys. Yes. Peter means rock. Mm-hmm. Matthew 16, Jesus asks, who did men say that I am? Hmm. Elijah, this, that, blah, blah, blah. But who do Simon you? says, who do you say that I am? And Simon is the only one that spoke up and said, you are Jesus the Christ, the son of the living God. And he says, Simon, flesh and blood did not reveal to you, but my father is who, who is in heaven. And today you shall be called Peter. Hmm. And upon this rock, I will build my church. What am I saying here? God gave Peter a name. That once again signified identity, purpose, and what's the, what's the last one again? And destiny. Mm. Peter was the first preacher of the gospel. Yes, he was. Peter was what we consider one of the first, you know, fathers of the church. Yeah. Peter gave us the revelation of all of us have become lively stones into the cornerstone, which is the body of Christ, which is, which is the church of living God. Yeah. You, Peter became a first prototype of what it means to transition from old into the new. Oof. Upon this rock, Revelation of Christ, I will build my church. Is that since Peter was now being mirrored to the revelation of Christ, whereby look, I'm a rock, mm. and I'm also calling you a rock. Yes, let's come together. My I'm gosh. the chief cornerstone, your stone. Let's come together. My gosh. So, so the name was speaking to his future. The name was speaking to his future. God was saying, Look, Simon, from this day, everything's about to change. Yeah. And I'm going to lock it up in your name. Yeah, that's good. Every time you hear the name Peter, you're going to remember you're a rock. Yeah. Every time you hear Peter, you're going to remember that you are off me. Every time you're going to hear Peter, you're going to remember that you are a new creation. Come on. Whew. My good God. My gosh. <laughs> Ooh, no, rock. That, that's good. That's First, Peter talks about us, calls it stone. Rock and stone is the same thing in Greek. Check it, guys. Upon this rock, I will build my church. Your name shall be Peter, rock. Clock it, guys. Mm. The Bible says in Romans 8, 
Jesus is the firstborn of many brethren. Yes. The Bible says that we are co-hearers, co-laborers. Guys, Jesus is bringing us to partner with him. Yes. He's saying that you're going to have my name essentially because you're me. Mm. You're a rock, I'm a rock. Mm. Upon this rock, revelation of Christ, I will build my church. And Peter, your name, Simon, your name is now Peter, rock. Mm. 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 Let's come together. Mm. Let's come together. Mm. Let's come together. Let's yeah. come together. That's good. And this happened before Peter did anything. This happened before Peter got to say anything. Mm. Jesus gazed upon him. And the whole thing about the gaze was to recognize that God's eyes is on you. Mm. God is, is, is gracefully and lovingly watching over you. Mm. God is faithfully committed to you. Mm. And when God is calling you, it is mercy and grace. It's, it's, it's loving kindness. It's not that I'm going to call you to now punish you and make you pay for all the... No, no, no. He's wooing you until he's got a gaze. Yes. And before you even say anything to him, he's got a word for you. Yes. The gaze. His eyes are on you. Wow. Respond. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's good. The gaze. My God. Ooh, I can jump up from my seat and start running around this church. <laughs> we ain't even church. We ain't home. We need a building. Are you praying? Are you praying? No, but that's so, so good. I love that. The gaze. And it's the fact that Jesus yeah. gazed at him. You know? We don't think about that much. You know? Like, do you know how deep that no, no, I think sometimes we need to actually capture the fact that yeah. God is always his eyes is always on, on, on you. us yeah. even when he says that you know your name is written in the palm of my hand that yeah. means you will never be forgotten yeah not even written is engraved engraved can't get taken up versions say tattooed but we ain't gonna get into that <laughs> <laughs> what what I'm saying is okay this permanent baby this one okay you can't erase this one not laser permanent this one is real in the words of our dear brother Drake you know tattoo my name if it's real okay I know the Bible though. I know the Bible. So you can't come for me. But, but, um, you know, there's something so beautiful about knowing that, you know, even before we gaze at him, he's gazing at us and how transformational mm. that is for us, mm. you know. Um, so in week three, we went into, I was speaking, hey guys, I was speaking and um, from behind. <laughs> the sermon was from behind. Um, and we were talking about the woman with the issue of blood. She had been in that condition for 12 whole years 12 years she had had an issue of blood and so this woman uh who was probably and actually she was she was um cut away from her community and hmm. stuff because by law she was not allowed to engage or interact if anyone engaged or interacted with her then that would mean that they were also classified as unclean wow. and so this woman was probably lonely and you know she had the courage and the boldness to reach out her hand and at least touch the hem of Jesus' garment in Oof. faith. Yeah. 
and she was immediately healed. Yeah. And so some of the things that I was highlighting from that particular uh, passage of scripture was, you know, number one, there were, the scripture says, the verse says uh, that she came from behind. And basically I was liking that unto us, that God is calling us behind. Matthew 6 speaks about, you know, when you pray, go and close your door, you know, mm -hmm. uh, this essence of the secret place. Mm. And so uh, it was almost like God was first calling us to come behind, come behind with him you yeah. know um to reach from here reach for him in the secret place That's right good. because it's from that place that we are healed mm. that we are transformed that we really mm. experience god mm. but the key main thing that you know from that passage of scripture was the fact that uh, the woman, Jesus is like, who touched me, you know, mm. and the disciples are like, how could you this? Like, you know, bro, sorry. Like, how <laughs> could you say who touched you? Look at the multitudes that are around us. And Jesus is like, no, I felt power leaving me. Yes, um, and so this woman comes forward and she's probably like, you know, shaking, but she knows what's happened. Mm. Nobody knows what's happened. Mm. She has experienced this thing for herself. Mm. And I just want to even prophesy over someone right, right. now. You yeah. know, God wants to do something that maybe not everybody has intel into maybe you've been waiting for a public affirmation mm -hmm. you've been waiting for a public miracle but mm -hmm. god is saying that I want to do this, behind. And this now is in, in she comes forward and she explains to jesus what her issue was she went to different people could not heal her but she came and she had one touch not even fully embraced him and was healed and so jesus says to her daughter your faith has made you well my god daughter your faith has made you well mm. and so i was really just really trying to say that you know this woman was classified as the woman with the issue of blood at yeah. the beginning but now jesus called her mm. daughter and there's something that, you know, repositions, there's something that heals us, there's something that restores us when we truly understand who we are in the eyes of the Father. When we understand our positions as sons. Yeah. I read the scripture, I'm going to read it um, real quick. Uh, Galatians chapter 3 verses 26. It says, for you are all sons of God mm -hmm. through faith in Christ Jesus. And it's this, uh, it's this understanding that, you know, through Jesus, through our faith in Jesus, we now have a position as sons, right? We have positions as children of God. Mm. Um, and so it's us basically using that position now to really transform the way that we live. You mm. know, we're no longer named as what we were before what we were labeled before mm. whether that be failure whether that be porn addict whether that whatever it may be no longer identifying ourselves based on what we've been through based on our struggle but us actually coming into the fullness mm. of who god has said that we are through his mm. son jesus christ and i think that there's something to be said about that you know we are we fully know ourselves when we see jesus revealed in our lives and we gain a revelation of who jesus is that's when we fully discover who we are you know and there's so again it was jesus that called this woman daughter so automatically god has placed jesus has placed this stamp on her now in the midst of everybody you guys saw her as this but i'm calling her this mm. So she was, I thought you were raising your hands, right? Now. <laughs> I was about to prophesy. I'm like, you wanna, you wanna work now? But, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. 
because I was gonna come. But, um, <laughs> but sorry, guys, behind the scenes. But, like, um, yeah, so it's just really having that understanding of who we are in Jesus. You know, we Powerful. already are, but we just need to become. Wow. Yeah. Daughter, your mm-hmm. faith has made you well. Mm hmm. Very powerful. And you know what happened? She went, when we said it, from healing to wholeness, mm-hmm. she touched him, the blood dried up. Mm-hmm. When she told him everything, when she confessed, yeah. Yeah, when she good. bared it all, when she got transparent, when she got vulnerable, God saw her vulnerability as faith and said, that faith has made you whole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, there the, the, this a new name the, the, the elements of, of whereby even before we get a new name we, we may experience the power the hand mm. but God's always interested in, in us you know looking and beholding his face mm. and it's when we get to see him mm. I mean he, he gets to tell us the truth of who we are mm. she was always a daughter to him mm. he, didn't, he didn't define her as daughter mm. Check it. But check the process though. It, it, what instigated her to get the revelation of her being daughter took confession. Mm-hmm. And even before confession, it took faith. It took, oh, there you go. Well, well faith is confession. Semantic. Believe in your heart, confess with your mouth, Fedrin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the faith mm-hmm. that works is dead. Yeah. So if it's really confession, you're going to do something about what you said. Process. But I think even for, with this this particular, you know, um, Sunday session, I really felt as though it was important as well for us to analyse what our actual condition is. That's very good. You know, um, That's to very actually good. understand that actually I do have a complex. I mm. do have a condition. There has mm. been a state and a way of life mm. that I've been accustomed to. Mm. I've been used to. This was mm. 12 whole years. And obviously Jesus provided the opportunity for her to be fully made whole. But mm. it's like there, you have the opportunity right now. Mm. You know, nothing was able to heal this woman. Nothing mm. was like she went to physician she spent her money you know and so it's understanding like okay first let me now be real with me Mm. where am i right now Mm. what mindsets have i been entertaining Mm. you know what what how long have i been depressed Mm. you know how long have i been unhappy about Mm. my life you know Mm. how long have i been jealous and and holding resentment how long have Mm. i been unforgiven how long have i been broken you Mm. know is actually being able to and i think this is the practicality in the faith that we need to actually come to terms with that you know mental health is a real thing you know actually understanding and being real with our condition blessed and highly favored then go heal you boo boo okay she realized that there was a condition that needed to be attended to yes and so it's important for us to also come um and be for us to be really real about where we are at Mm. and to be open and honor the season that we're in and the emotions that we are feeling in our condition powerful god doesn't bless pretense Mm. blesses the real thing Mm. know your condition confess your condition allow him you know, you know what you know what happens sometimes mm-hmm. we try to change mm. who we are mm. rather than letting one that he that changes mm. to change who we are mm-hmm. 
Stop striving. See that girl, that woman, sorry, that woman, that girl, or whatever she was, <laughs> had spent, was trying and working for 12 years and nothing happened. Mm. So she came to the one who was able to make all things possible. But yeah. And so be encouraged, people of God. Listen to the full sermons. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I encourage yeah. you. Remember, we're disciples, so we're disciplined learners. We go back. Mm. This is just a, you know, appetite, wet, say stuff, whatever. Mm. But the next sermon was. A new name means a new, a new way. way. A new name means a new way. Huh. Well, I'm feeling it for Ariel and Christopher because they feel the real thing, the real energy no, when they're here. So these ones are saying that they're being, they've been battered by the series. And they're here like we on crutches. Our edges are gone. We've got neck braces. Our wigs are nowhere to be seen. You know, <laughs> we can't wait to see you guys. We can't wait, but I cannot wait. Honestly. Hallelujah. <laughs> a new name means a new way. Mm. Uh, yeah. I don't want to spend too long here. Uh, Colossians 2 6. Um, Colossians 2 6 to um, verse 7. I, I was just basically saying, look, now that you've got a new name, what are you going to do about it? Mm. Now that you've got a new name, that one thing to be called something, you now have to be about what is it you've been called mm. I, I was echoing that we can't we, we can't stop at oh I've been saved we've got to progress mm. into discipleship we've got to move from mm. from babes to mature sons I spoke about various things but I think this scripture encapsulates what I was saying it says it says it says in Colossians 2 6 to 7 NSAB right now therefore as you have received Christ mm. Jesus the Lord so walk in him Two things there. You've received him as your personal Lord and Savior. I've repented, I believe. Okay, now walk. Are you seeing the difference here, guys? There is something happens after you receive. You're supposed to walk in him. In him. I talk about the in him as well, I believe, that day as well. About even that's a new name. In Christ. Paul spoke about that 10,000 times in Christ. That something, the new name gave you a new positioning, a new location. It gave you a new place on where you now live and see from. Mm. Seated in heavenly places. Hidden in Christ, in God. Mm, 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 mm. Verse 7 says, Having been firmly rooted and now, wait, you see, you see, look at the tense. Having been firmly rooted and now being built up in him and established in your faith, just as you were instructed mm. and overflowing with gratitude or thanksgiving. You see, you see it, guys? Mm. Firmly rooted, now being built up. Talked about, you know, Luke 6. You know, um, foundation, build a house on the rock. Mm. First he said he dug deep, mm. then laid a foundation on the rock. God wants mm. you to be rooted and grounded with the understanding of who you are and allow that to now flourish for you to now become mm. who you are. Mm. We're seeing here the, the transition or the relationship or the, or the intertwining of believing and becoming. Yes. It's continual. Mm. Being firmly rooted, now built up. Mm. Having received, now grow. Mm. Haven't been nobody stays one forever. Mm. 
Mm. Have you seen that before? Mm-hmm. So as it is so in the natural, God is expecting that in the in the spiritual. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, doesn't always look at that. Mm. Paul says, "You two, you, you're too carnal. Mm. I can't speak to you about spiritual things. You are complaining about I follow this, but excuse me, guys, grow up. Mm. Are you still under milk? Mm. It's time. To, there's a new way of living." Mm. And it's down to you to search it out. Mm. It's down to you to walk in it. Mm. Paul says, walk in the spirit. And you will not gratify desires of your flesh. He gives you then a principle of how to stay delivered. Mm. Stay delivered. This week I told the season, I can't remember what we were talking about. But we spoke about the difference between being encouraged and staying encouraged. Mm. And it's all about what you. It's all about the investment that you put in the encouragement. Mm. Are you just gonna receive encouragement or learn how to encourage yourself? Mm. Mm. That's maturity. Mm. That's what David possessed in that day when he lost everything. Had to he had to encourage himself in the Lord. He had spent life being encouraged by the Lord. Got to a point by okay now David, what are you gonna do about it? Mm. Mm. This new name. It, it, it's almost like there's a, there's a demand for the investment of what God has been doing in the spirit to become an actuality in your life yeah, so that was the whole a new name means a new way over to my wife see my <laughs> wife came with real bangers in this series like, I mean like you know I, 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 I spoke like she just came with some, some mad names as well tables, kings and fools I said what's this <laughs> anyway darling over to you place Tables, kids, you, you, you need to be a secure husband to be let your wife do the take care of her. Otherwise, you must be here doing, doing battle in comparison. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> no, no, but babe, you've, you've been giving us some real All right, Susan, you have. The congregation is here okay. now. guys. Put the put your put your um fire in the comments. <laughs> no, I have been bringing some banging sermons, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I know my sermons are good, but Susan, yeah, my oh god, my god. Okay, yeah, yeah, I mean, if I only preach one time. Um, in a while, I'm gonna come hard, you know. <laughs> you want to preach more, baby? No, I didn't say that, <laughs> that but no, um, what's it called? Yeah, man, um, Tables, Kings, and Fools has to be one of like my favorite, Fam. my favorite, favorite uh messages to um preach, especially here with the ANT family, you know. Y'all got that special, you know, <laughs> but. Um, okay, top ten, you know, still. Yeah. But yeah, tables, kings, tables, tables, kings, and fools uh, was basically we were looking at the story of Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth, as we know, was Jonathan's uh, son, uh, who was the son of Saul, mm-hmm. uh, King Saul. And so Mephibosheth has, you know, is in is residing in Lodabar. Mm. Um, David calls him. He's searching out for someone to bless in the house from the house of Jonathan because him and Jonathan had made a covenant. Um, and so David wanted to show kindness to the house of Jonathan, which was the house of Saul. Yeah. And so Mephibosheth comes, you know, he's brought by his uh, his servant, I believe is Zippah. Uh, is brought by his <laughs> by his servant and so uh his servant is like uh, Mephi- uh david says to mephibosheth yo like you know i want to bless you this is what i'm doing i want to restore to you he restores to mephibosheth everything that was that was due unto him land whatever you can think of the lambo everything like gave it to mephibosheth um mephibosheth was lame in his feet <clears throat> 
he was dropped as a child and so many a times when we hear this um this passage of scripture uh in regards to Mephibosheth we hear it from the perspective of you know God is going to restore to you everything that was ever lost etc etc which is great um and it plays a part it plays a big part you know um but <laughs> what I really wanted to highlight Sorry. was um was the gospel really um when I was reading it the Holy Spirit was just really uh really highlighting you know that you know we are under a new covenant and based on the covenant that we are under now you know we have access you know yeah. we have access to blessing we have access to so many things we share you know in the same inheritance that Christ does and that's the beauty of it you know um, and so one of those things one of the blessings the greatest blessings that we get is mm. this invitation to commune and fellowship come with on God. come on and so uh, Mephibosheth was not like he was not qualified to be at the table he was lame like the table was for people that were superior so david had invited mephibosheth to the table um to basically eat and to eat like he was a son So Mephibosheth was not only uh, disqualified from the table, if we're going to look at Mephibosheth's resume on, on, you know, (laughs) like in his fullness, he was a lame, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't royalty like that, you know, like all of that was against him. But yet David still invited him to the table. And so because of covenant, (laughs) you know, based on the covenant between him and Jonathan. And so based on this covenant, this agreement, you know, based on what Jesus did for us, we have access to the table to oh. feast with the father to commune with him to fellowship with him uh, to dwell with him you know um and so there basically the foolish part was that you know there's things in our lives or there is a state or a condition again looking at yourself that you may be in but god can use those things when he brings you to the table to make to confound the wise and that's the beauty of you know the table you Powerful. know being invited to the table Powerful. you know Covenant, um, guys. Covenant. Covenant, it's a guys. Big, it's, a, it's an important aspect. Because what I hear when you say that is that, like David, God will not go uh, against his word. Mm. God will not turn on his word. There is a word over you, people of God, that will not return unto him void. Mm. There is a promise, bless, whatever, whatever, whatever mm. way you want to call, on you, to you, that God is faithful. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, even when we are faithless, mm. he remains faithful. For he cannot deny who he is. Mm. God's faithfulness to his word over your life isn't dependable on your ability. Yeah. But his identity. Yeah. God is faithful. And I think it's just this idea <laughs> as well of, you know, Mephibosheth did nothing to earn it. No. Yeah. Like not, there was nothing that he did. My guy was chilling in Lodabar, okay, a place of nothing, minding his business. No communication. No communication, nothing. And he was sent to the king. That could, in those days, being sent to the king could mean anything. You cannot come back home. Okay, we don't know. Okay, we just don't know. And so my guy's minding his business and he's being called. But it was just this idea that, guys, as Ephesians 2 speaks to us, you know, there's nothing like, it's a gift it's the precious gift you know it's an expression of god's grace you know and it's us really i feel like this series is really an eye-opener into what the finished work of christ and what that actually means for us and how that positions us and how we live you know um that 
you know, we don't have to perform. Sonship's no, not performance. Yeah. It's partnership. It's our yielding to him. Yeah. But that happens when we commune and fellowship. Yeah, powerful. Yeah. Powerful. So time is far spent, guys. That was, that was, that was electrifying. Mm. And I think even what you said there, babes, I'm going to end it here. My message, I'll continue next week. Trick starter, God made. Mm. But Lodabar was a place of no communication, mm. of nothing. And he was called by the king. Once again, even when we feel like we can't connect with God. Mm. Mm. He's still calling. And you started this catch-up thing that we did today. God is calling us. Mm. Trying to get your attention. Trying to get your attention. That is the mercies and the faithfulness and the graciousness, loving kindness of God. Mm. God is calling us back unto himself. And I always want us to end, like, literally just going to pray into that. Mm. Is there anything you're going to remember today that God is calling me? Mm. Samuel, Samuel. Emmanuel, Emmanuel. Mm. Jeffrey, Jeffrey. Aisha, Aisha. Michaela, Michaela. Abigail, Abigail. Abigail, Abigail. Mm. Aiko, Aiko. Blessing, blessing. <clears throat> Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Switch mm. up your attitude mm. and recognize that you are still here to serve a purpose and a will and a whatever beyond yourself. Mm. Your servant. He was ready to carry out what was ever to be said to him. Posture yourselves, people of God. Mm. So Lord, I just pray that you will impart a grace. Mm. The same way you've helped me and you helped me and you've helped many across the times. Help us to respond. God, you know our frailty and you are mindful of our frailty. You do not deal with us according to our iniquities. You mm. are kind. Mm. And today we know through your word that that is the goodness, the kindness of God yes, that leads us into repentance. Mm. And God, I'm praying and I'm addressing whatever is blocking the airways, whatever is hindering the heart. I speak to encumbrance around the heart. I speak to cloudiness around the mind. I speak to confusion and I speak to depression. I speak to sickness and I speak to ailment. I speak to any physical impediment, anything that is coming, anything that is working against your children. May they find favour in your eyes in this hour. May the Egyptians they see today, the old things that are chasing them down today. Today I decree like you did with Moses, let it be a Red Sea parting moment where you do the impossible where you do an act of deliverance an act of deliverance where you perform an act of deliverance today god where you take egypt out of us and bring us into the promise of canaan father i'm declaring today that we are not looking back we are forgetting the former things Ah, behold, I do a new thing. Today we perceive it. Now it springs forth. I release hope. I release vision. I release ignition. I speak over prayer lines. I, I even yeah. We ignite prayer lines in this hour. We command the gift of God to be flamed again. Hallelujah. The Bible says, fan into flame the gift of God, and I decree today that which God has bestowed, that which God has seeded, that which God has put inside of you, 
may it now spring forth spring forth oh spring up oh living well spring up spring up spring up spring up may you mount up on wings like eagles now it's a time to arise I speak to you now I speak to you now I speak to the men of this house I speak to Jeffrey to Tosan Tambo Emmanuel Resita to Moffat arise almighty men of I heard a question this morning in prayer and the Lord asked, look at yourself and ask, is this the best God has to do? Yeah. And all of us said no. And that no has to now inform your seeking. Never settle. Never plateau. Never come to a place of convenience. In your walk with God. In fact, the curse of convenience is woe unto them that are at ease in Zion. It's time to lift up the sword in one hand and the hammer in the other. It's time to war and it's time to build. And today I declare that you will impart the mighty strength of God into every man in this house. I prophesy it now. That a new name is, 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 is God doing a complete new thing in the inside out. Mm. Would you raise up these men to be John the Baptist? Mm. Who will pave a way in the wilderness. Who will become a voice crying out. This is the way of the Lord. Mm. I announce that over your lives now in mm. Jesus name. Jesus. Yes father. Hallelujah. And as a family, we just declare that it is well with our soul. I release the shalom of God over us today. We will lie down in green pastures. The Lord will lead us beside the still waters. God, I pray a blessing over the daughters of this house, oh God. And I pray that you will bless them and you will keep them. Make your face to shine upon them and give them peace ah the shalom of god is beyond clarity of mind it's soundness and wholeness of the soul and we decree the lord is not just healing you but he's making you women whole yeah. ah we speak now to pain and trauma and previous experiences and we speak that the lord is making the women of this house strong we call you Debras in the name of Jesus. Rise up, O judges, now in the name of Jesus. May you be strong. May you be confident. May you be assured. May you be go-getter. May you be women who will shift this globe to the glory of God. I speak to you now. I speak even into the area of business ventures over the women of this house. Yes. Do not settle. Can I ask you in December to dream again? Can I ask you to revisit your dreams again? Can I ask you to make the vision plain again? Can I ask you to... Can I ask you to do it again? In Jesus' name. Amen. And Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you once again. 
and lord i come into agreement with every word that has been spoken and i just want to speak father lord god that you know we'll continue to walk in the way that you have called us Amen. that we'll continue to come into the person that you have spoken that we are from the beginning of time lord i pray may there be an authenticity Amen. that is birthed through this series oh yeah. god i pray oh god may there be a, con a conversion may there be healing in jesus name Amen. heaven father i just want to thank you i want to honor you Amen. bless your children Amen. do exceedingly and abundantly in jesus name i pray amen, amen and amen sorry family i know the thing's frozen <laughs> but you can still hear us but yeah we love you we, we love you